On today's show, Tesla beats analysts' expectations in the first quarter, Mercedes fights its way back to number one, and Volkswagen jumps on the smartwatch bandwagon. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily for May 7th of 2015. Tesla reported its first quarter earnings, and while the results aren't great, they did beat analysts' expectations. The company delivered just over 10,000 Model S vehicles in the first three months of the year. Its total gap revenue hit $940 million, a gain of over 50%. However, the company's net loss was $154 million. Even though Tesla was in the red during the first quarter, it didn't stop its stock price from going up because the loss wasn't as bad as Wall Street anticipated. You know, a few years back, Mercedes-Benz was losing ground to its competitors, and CEO Dieter Zetsche was under intense pressure to turn things around. And boy, has he delivered. Mercedes is back on top as the number one luxury brand in the world. In the first quarter of the year, the brand sold just under 460,000 vehicles globally, a gain of nearly 18% compared to a year ago. That was just ahead of its German rival BMW, which topped 450,000 in sales. Audi comes in at number three. We didn't include any other brands like Lexus and Cadillac because they're way behind the Germans on a worldwide basis. But maybe this can help BMW take back the top spot. It just introduced the refreshed version of the 3 Series. To improve ride and handling, the chassis features new front struts, rear damper technology, and redesigned electric power steering. The new 340i model is powered by an all-new 3-liter inline 6-cylinder, which puts out 320 horsepower. It's also offered with a range of gasoline engines that crank out 180 to 320 horses and a diesel with 180 horsepower. The engines can be mated to a standard 8-speed automatic or a 6-speed manual, depending on the model. There will also be a plug-in hybrid version that will be available next year, which can travel up to 22 miles in pure electric mode. This is an important vehicle for the company. It accounts for a quarter of its global sales. And make sure you join John and Gary Vasilash for AutoLine After Hours for some of the best insider discussions in the automotive industry. That's this afternoon at 3 p.m. Eastern Time on our website, AutoLine.tv. We'll be back with more news right after this. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Borg Warner. Feel good about driving. Bridgestone Tires. Your journey, our passion. And by Dow Automotive Systems. Breakthrough technologies for lightweight vehicles. We first reported of automakers offering apps for smartwatches back in January while at the Consumer Electronics Show. And now we can add another to that list. Volkswagen is rolling out its service for global Apple users in select 2014 and 2015 models. Similar to other apps, customers will be able to lock and unlock doors, find their vehicle with its location pinpointed on a map, and check for fuel or charge level. There's no word yet on an Android app. Toyota's Mirai is one of the most intriguing vehicles coming to market, so it's worthwhile to keep track of its progress. And the automaker just announced that it will start taking order requests from select eligible customers 
As the fuel cell EV starts rolling into any one of eight California dealerships this October, maybe wise to get those requests in now as Toyota is expecting U.S. sales of about 3,000 units through the end of 2017. While we have the unfortunate job reporting that we lost one of the greats in this industry yesterday, Denise McCluggage, race car driver and AutoWeek staff writer since its very beginning, has passed away. She was 88 years old. Denise was a force in this business, making many friends along the way. She was even kind enough to grace AutoLine with some of her work, which has proudly hung in the entrance hallway to our offices. And there it will stay for everyone who comes through our doors to enjoy. Coming up next, John gets to your comments and questions in You Said It. find you in the end. Hi, Dad. When you're committed to the job, your tires can't be weak in the knees. Let them go. Durable, dependable Firestone tires. Whatever you drive, drive a Firestone. And now it's time for some of your feedback. A lot of you responded to my AutoLine Insight about why Sergio Marchione at FCA wants to see more mergers in the global automotive industry. Joe Wilder said, perhaps auto companies should be looking to computer companies. They're the ones with plenty of cash. SeaTech wonders, couldn't Marchione reach his goal through more joint ventures? If you need a new engine or chassis, why not join up with another company? And HTG chimed in, if I were an adversary of FCA, maybe I'd look at rising development costs for autonomy and meeting government regulations as a way to squeeze FCA into the ground. Brendan Perry saw our report that Tesla saw the biggest sales jump of any automaker in the United States market in April. I get that Tesla's sales are small potatoes next to the larger manufacturers, but that increase, getting glossed over, seems almost suspicious. I'm sure he means glossed over by the rest of the media. To my knowledge, we're the only ones who reported that. Mike Ma has questions about Sandy Monroe's teardown of the BMW i3. If BMW is saving so much money in building their i3, why hasn't BMW gone to an all-carbon fiber lineup? Whoa, whoa, one step at a time. BMW just got going with this technology, and until it completely proves itself out, there's no way that BMW is going to risk throwing this into high-volume production. This isn't about making toothpaste that we're talking about. This is a multi-billion dollar high-stakes gamble. And finally, Dan weighed in on my interview with EV expert Chelsea Sexton about battery prices coming down. He says, I think $250 per kilowatt hour is going to be way too high to make a capable EV competitive with an internal combustion engine vehicle. The upcoming Bolt is based on the Sonic platform and will start at $37,500. A comparable Sonic might be in the low 20000s. That's a huge price disparity. And you're right, Dan, even with government subsidies, Battery prices would have to drop a lot before a Bolt could compete with an ICE entry-level car, at least at today's gasoline prices. Nonetheless, 
I hope you found that interview with Chelsea as interesting as I did. Hey, I want to thank you for all your letters and comments, and please keep them coming. But that wraps up today's report. Thanks for watching.